Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. years ago there was something we were going through that was really stretching me you know it just had me fearful had me had me worried and and anxious and and you know I was whining about it complaining about it and 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 just out of the blue Elizabeth says to me Robert we've been walking on water already for years and it was just at first it seemed like such a crazy statement you know but but I immediately knew what she meant it just it was like a word from God because it put everything in perspective In today's message, Pastor Robert will encourage you to be careful of how you choose to think when struggles come your way. The way that you choose to think can affect the way that you place your trust in God. It's important to choose to believe in faith that God has a plan and that He is working all things for good. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 14 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. This had all started several hours earlier. John's Gospel says that Jesus because he knew that the people, the Galilean people, were coming to forcibly crown him their king. There's a sense of urgency. He tells the apostles, get in the boat, go to the other side, I'm gonna break up the party. And he sends the multitudes away. And it says, when evening came, he was on the mountain alone praying. So what I get from that is by the time it got dark, Jesus was on the mountain, he's alone, he's praying, but those 12 men are out in the middle of the lake. Now, one of the other gospels, I think it's John's gospel, points out it's like three or four miles. They had rowed out about three or four miles. So they're like three to four miles out, fighting against this wind. They've been fighting it for hours and hours and hours. How do we know? Well, because he tells us that in the fourth watch of the night, meaning between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., Jesus comes walking on the water. So from dark until, let's just say, 4 in the morning, they've been rowing. They've been fighting. They've been wrestling, trying to do what? Trying to be obedient. They're just trying to be obedient. Jesus told them, get in the boat, go to the other side of the lake, right? They're just trying to be obedient. And as soon as Jesus steps into the boat, everything goes quiet. Now, what what does this tell you? I'll tell you what it tells me. He did this on purpose. He did this on purpose. He sent those 12 men 
out into the boat, out into the lake, he knows, he knows they're going to be rowing and, and getting nowhere. They're going to be fighting against the, the, the water, fighting against the wind, making very little progress. They're trying to be obedient, and it just seems almost impossible. So why did he wait? He waited several long and difficult hours, half the night before coming out to meet them in the middle of the lake. And, and, and then, of course, it was Peter, right, who stands out. He's the, he's the one that, okay, if it's really you, if Jesus, if it's you, then command me to come to you walking on the water. Now, I love this because it reminds me of my wife. See, I, I wish I could say that I would be the one that would jump up and say, Jesus, I want to do that. Because that's the context. See, I read it, and at first it seems like Peter's saying, okay, prove, prove it's really you. That's not what he's saying. That's not what he's saying. It's, it's more in the, in the original, in the Greek text, it's apparently, because I'm not a Greek scholar, it's more like, since it's you, I want to walk on the water. And Jesus says, go for it, Come. That's my wife in a nutshell, man. It's like, oh, I want to I do that. She's the one wanting to jump out of airplanes and climb mountains. And I'm like, I got enough adventure just trying to pastor a church. I don't need to be doing crazy stuff. <laughs> I, I don't remember the specific situation. I, I just remember that several years ago, there was something we were going through that was really stretching me. You know, it just had me fearful, had me, had me worried and, and anxious, and, and, you know, I was whining about it, complaining about it. And, and, and just out of the blue, Elizabeth says to me, Robert, we've been walking on water already for years. And it was just, at first, it seemed like such a crazy statement, you know? But, but I immediately knew what she meant. It just, it was like a word from God because it put everything in perspective. We've been walking on water with Jesus for years. Why are you worried about this? And everything calmed down for me. I realized she's right. She's right. But he's got this. He's going to take care of everything. He's going to work everything out. He's... See, when Elizabeth and I got married in 1992, I'd already been living as a missionary in Miami for seven years. She, she had come here from Denmark. She was on her way to Colombia, she thought, to work with a, a Danish ministry in, in Bogota. And she had zero financial support. She had vision. She, you know, was just doing what she thought the Lord wanted her to do. I had just enough financial support to pay our rent and, and take care of the basics that was it. And then the Lord asked us to start this church. We didn't have any money to start a church. We didn't have really any, any backers that were committed to it. There was a handful of people that we've been, you know, meeting with on a regular basis, studying the Bible with on a, on a regular basis. And, and 
One young guy, this young fashion model, got excited about the idea, and he started contributing. It was just a, like two or three months. I don't remember the, the period of time, but it was, it was only two or three months. He contributed about $4,000, and that's what we used to pay the, the first month's rent and the deposit and, you know, to rent the, the place that, where we started and to buy the chairs. You know, I think we bought 100 chairs or 75 chairs or something like that and a little mini sound system. And it's crazy looking back at it. We, 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 bought, we bought the sound system, the microphones, the chairs, rented the facility for less than $4,000 and we started. And, and I remember standing out in front of that facility, which is no longer there, they tore it down last year, at 21st in Washington in South Beach. And I was standing out there on Sunday morning and the thought hit me, what if nobody shows up? What if nobody comes, God? And there was immediately, it was just peace, doesn't matter. What matters is obedience. You're doing what I ask you to do. The rest is my concern. Every step of the way for us was another step of faith, you know, second-guessing ourselves, but certain that we were walking in obedience to Jesus. We, we were not pursuing some personal ambition, some personal goal. I told you before, I didn't even want to start a church. but I knew it was what God was asking us to do, so we did it. I wonder what went through the minds of the other apostles when Peter stepped over the side of that boat. Because, I mean, I, just bear with me for a second, because I, I think it went like this. I think Peter stood up, because trust me, they were all sitting down. You know, if the wind was like that and the waves were like that, they were all sitting down. I think Peter stood up, and said, Jesus, command me to come. I want to do that. And I think all the guys were like, Peter, shut up, man. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.